At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It is guessing lines for week number four of the National Football League. Gil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, who, by the way, uh, put on the wrong pair of glasses, so he's sprinting back to the office. He's coming right back. And, of course, Kelly Middlin-Bidlin, who comes from a long line of uh, ancestry that uh, middles games. That's right. Yeah. That's what they do. How you doing, man? You had a great you had a great NFL day yesterday. Awesome NFL day. Survivor through. 5 and 0 oh in the contest. Yes. Every bet I made. And then college football happened on Saturday. Why do you do this? I don't know, man. I don't know. And I talk about it every week. <laughs> Why do you do it? Um, so here's what we're, by the way, when Chrissy gets back, we'll start guessing lines. And again, for those who are just new to the show, this is a tribute to the old Stardust radio show of the uh, same ilk with Roxy Roxborough back in the day. I don't know what the lines are. I stay in a cocoon from yesterday. I give my best guess as to, uh, guess as to what I think the line will be. And then Chrissy Andrews. Um, will tell us, he's the sportsbook director here at the South Point Hotel from which we broadcast this show. He will tell us what he will actually put up as the line once he leaves the studio after this show. And hopefully within that exercise and first instinct exercise, it will help us towards winning bets this coming football week. Now, uh, Kelly, one thing I want to point out, because of your college football ridiculousness and the fact that you went 5-0 and again in the NFL, this inspired a new idea from you, and I think this is a full go. That, uh, And I'll let you tell us what it's going to be. Tomorrow, what are we going to do? Tomorrow, we will have one segment, not a whole show, one no. segment. One segment uh, with guessing lines with Kelly Bidlin. For college football. For college football. And because you're so bad at this. Yes. 
these lines could be 28 points off for all we know. Yeah, this really stems from last week. I forget who we had on the show. Maybe it was Felica or, yeah. he, or it was like, I need Washington 14. And I'm like, all right, 14. And I was like, wait a second. Is that plus or minus 14? Yeah, that's exactly what it's. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah, Dr. Bob tipped us off on one of his plays. And I said, oh, it's Washington against Stanford. And I said, 14. <laughs> like pregnant pause. Kelly goes, uh, plus or minus. I had to double check on the plus <laughs> or minus. All right. By the way, I don't think it's a full segment, but it'll be a funny bit anyway. Uh, Christy's back. Christy Andrews, my mishpucha. And by the way, to those to whom this applies, happy new year to those that it apply uh, on this morning. And I know it applies to you, Christy. Yes, it does. That's why I bring it up. How you doing, man? How was your weekend? Good weekend. Good weekend. Good weekend Yesterday for the was books. weird. Weird. What uh, was the weirdest of the weird? The weirdest of the weird? Oh, I, I would, you know... The, uh, the Colts game and uh, the Colts and the Chiefs. That must have worked out great for you, though, right? <sighs> yes and no. The Sharp guys played, you know, played the hell out of the Colts. Yeah. And it was one of those, after the morning games, the Sharp guys did really well in the morning games. I'm like, oh, man, we are in big trouble. We, wound up, we were okay. Because we had a lot of square business on, you know, on the Bills, on the Chiefs, you know, a couple other ones. We kind of zigged and zagged. And then the afternoon was very good for us. You know, so. you know what uh, brutalized me? The San Francisco 49ers brutalized <laughs> me last night. Just absolutely crushed yeah, me. Yeah, you know, the public was on them strong. We wound up needing Denver. We needed the under. So it wound up being a very good game for us. Yeah. What was that, Kelly? Say again. Oh, I'm sorry. What, what'd you little I was just saying we have the guessing lines open whenever you Oh. Oh. <laughs> Well, we just wanted to get through how it was. Okay, without yeah. further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the beginning of Guessing Lines for week four. It goes a little something like this. I mean, come on. I think we need lyrics for that, Kelly. Like you yeah, should, we're going to guess. I think you should just be in the background being like, Guessing Lines, or just make up something. <laughs> oh, we're going to get some, we're gonna get voiceover in there, yeah. Okay. Kelly, by the way, you went 5-0. and oh. What were the five you hit yesterday? Five and zero oh in the contest was Ravens. Let's see, that was Ravens. Uh, he doesn't know. No, I don't even know off the top of my head. All right, when you I'll come up, circle back when you that. come up with it, you let us know. All right, Thursday night. What do we got? Thursday night, first Thursday week, game of this week. Dolphins at the Bengals, eight fifteen Eastern time. Eight fifteen Eastern. Okay. Uh, and by the way, Kelly, uh, Chrissy, let me apologize in advance because some of these are going to be long. Some of them are going to be real short, but we'll get to it all. No, okay. Yeah. So Miami, the only undefeated team left in the AFC, the only undefeated team left in the AFC, three and zero against the one and two Bengals. Tua Tagovailoa yesterday in victory against the Bills in what is one of the most incredible box scores you will ever see. Tua was 13 of 18 for 186, one touchdown, no picks. He was sacked once. Jalen Waddle, four catches for 102. The Dolphins only had 41 rushing yards in this game. They were out first downed, if you will, by the Bills, 31 to 15. They were outgained by the Bills, 49, uh, 497 to 212. In the most startling of all the stats, the Bills had 90 total plays to the Dolphins' 39. Remember, the NFL record is 110. By the 90 skins against the Lions. 90 plays to the Dolphins, 39. They were out time of possession, 40-40-19-20. Thank goodness for the Dolphins, you don't win a football game on a box score. So how did Miami win this? Despite all of that, including the fact that they were only minus one in turnovers, wasn't the turnover column either. Well, that minus one in turnover was a strip sack of Allen. That did create a goal-to-go situation. Three plays later, a 7 to nothing game became 7-7. Seven to seven, So that turnover did matter. Miami did have one solid long drive in the second quarter that tied the game up at 14-14. 
And what turned out to be the last play of the first half, instead of a spike and a field goal attempt for the Bills with no timeouts left, Allen bobbled, Josh Allen bobbled the snap, was forced to throw it. The clock ran out on the Bills, so it remained 14-14 to at the half. Third quarter, Bills have a 20-play drive that lasts nearly 10 minutes. They settle for a 30-yard Tyler Bass field goal to make it 17-14. Fourth quarter, Bass misses a 38-yard field goal. All of these things conspired to kill the Bills yesterday. Ensuing Miami drive after the missed field goal, two at a waddle for 32, two at a waddle for 45, leads to the go-ahead touchdown, 21-17. Buffalo then with a 17-play drive that comes up empty-handed on an incomplete pass on fourth and goal to Miami, two with 149 left. Then a three and out for Miami, by the way, featuring a stupid pass play call that goes incomplete, stops the clock for Buffalo when the Bills had no time Timeouts left. That was unbelievable. Dolphins letting them back in. Then the Thomas Morstead punt into Trent Sheffield's butt, resulting in a safety, 21-19. to Great tweet from Mark Sanchez. Stay out of my lane. But then Thomas Morstead, probably the most underrated play of the game, a 74-yard punt after the safety that only gets returned for 17 yards. So the Bills are really in trouble there. And on second and 20 at the Buffalo 47 with 18 seconds left, Allen to Isaiah McKenzie for 12. But the Bills couldn't get off another snap. Because the clock ran out on him, it was ball game, punctuated, of course, by Ken Dorsey temper tantrum in the coach's box for Buffalo, their offensive coordinator. A straight home win for the Dolphins. They're playing Cincinnati. Not much to say there. Cincinnati wins. They get off the schneid. Burrow, 23 of 36 against the Jets for 275. Three touchdowns, no picks, sacked twice. Boyd, four for 105, a touchdown. Higgins, five for 93. Chase, six for 29 and a touchdown. Uh, The Bengals were plus three in turnovers. Uh, the Jets had four. They only had one. By the way, on the Dolphins in the last 16 years, NFL teams 2-106 when being outgained by at least 275 yards, both of them involving Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. 2020 against the Rams being the other one. I made this a pick because I don't think you can make the Bengals a three-point favorite because of the way the Dolphins are playing, but I don't think you can make the Dolphins a three-point favorite in this because everything we just talked about with the box score it's not like they dominated. They got dominated in some respects. So I said pick them. Bingo, B9. <laughs> <laughs> I like your number better. Uh, my, my numbers came to the Bengals a half, so pick them, or maybe one. It's three pretty much everywhere. Now, it open lower. In favor of whom? Uh, of... <laughs> Who are you, Kelly, Kelly Bidden? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals. <laughs> Bengals really? three. Now, I'll tell you, my, my numbers came wow. to a half, like I said, which is essentially pick or one. Uh, but I did a little more research, and, and your friend Aaron Schatz has a very good article this morning on Twitter. He calls it oh, Stomps and Guts. And the stomp was by the Bengals last week. Is that an indicator of things to come? Or yesterday, I should say. I'm not so sure. They beat up a very bad team. We talked about the Bengals' offensive line. They have not – they addressed it. They haven't solved it. They sure haven't. Okay, I wrote down – Burrow got hit nine times yesterday. Um, I think there's one quarterback that got hit ten times, and then there's another order quarterback. Uh, I know who this is. Carson Wentz, I'm sure. He got hit 17 times. And sacked and nine sacked times. And sacked nine. And I don't know if they combined those or not. Uh, but that, that was – so they have addressed the offensive line, but they have not solved it. But it is a blanket three, and it did open lower yesterday. So the sharp guys are on the Bengals, at least so far. Uh, you know, I'll probably open three just because I don't like that little two-and-a-half-three game that they would play with me. But 
Read Aaron Schatz's article. It's a very good article. He's, Aaron Schatz is a very smart guy. Yeah. Good founder of Football Outsiders. Yeah, football. Pioneers like DVOA, football and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Good article. You can find it on Twitter this morning. The, the thing you bring up about the Bengals, though, Kelly, we'll go with three games next segment here. The, the thing you bring up about the Bengals, though, it, that is the Paul, that, that is the, that's what looms above them, right? That is simply unsustainable. You know how we talk about in baseball what is sustainable, what is yeah. not with pitchers. And I go back to, to last year's playoffs. And on primetime action, we, you know, I was like Team Tennessee, and Matt Brown was Team Cincinnati and all this, and, and Kelly, I think, was, was more on the Cincinnati side. Tennessee sacked him nine times in the playoff yeah. game. So it's unbelievable yeah. that they won that game, right? Yeah. And he got sacked seven times in the Super Bowl. This year, every game, he's either, getting, he's either yeah. on the ground or running for his life. There is no way that is sustainable. Like, this team is so flawed in that way that what Burrow is doing is really unbelievable that, they're, that they remain competitive in these games, let alone win some. Yeah, and I think Miami's very good. Now, if you look at the box score, not very impressive. Yeah. But they did win. They did and, win. Uh, you know, I, I, I was impressed with Miami. I've been impressed with Miami throughout the year. I keep saying you bet against that Super Bowl loser over the years, unless it's Tom Brady that happened to lose the Super Bowl, and he's lost three of them. Yeah. You know, but, you, but usually that Super Bowl loser comes out and has a bad year. Tua also had to leave the game. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater threw two passes. The NFLPA wants an investigation onto why Tua was allowed back in the game. Uh, yeah, and rightfully so. Yeah, because I heard that because Mike Florio was talking about they determined it was a back injury when he fell to the ground, not a not a head injury. Okay. Um. <laughs> Do some people owe Tua an apology, do you think? The people who, who knocked oh, Tua? Oh, I think a lot of them. Yeah. I think a lot By of the way, his do. QBR yesterday was 79.0, very high. We'll talk about some other ones. But there's only a couple I see higher. All right. I think maybe two higher. That's all. We'll make it up with three games next segment right here. Guessing Lines, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. By the way, uh, Kevy Kev, I uh, I failed you. Cincinnati was was. Thank you. That was one of mine. That was my fault. This is the first time it's my fault. I got through on Survivor. Uh, one of the entries with the Bengals. More to come. By the way. Um, okay. This is guessing lines for Week Four. Gil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, Kelly Bidlin. 
Kelly, let's go to uh, Sunday. What do you got? Heading to London. Oh. Vikings at the Saints, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. You getting up at 6.30 Pacific to watch this? I'll be in North Carolina, actually, then. You so. get up at 9.30? I'm getting up at 9.30, yeah. You are so not getting up. You're going to be. I got a bet on this game already, Gil. <laughs> do you? Oh, what do you? What do you? Oh, well, don't tell me yet. All right. Uh, Minnesota. They get it done for the second year in a row. By the way, uh, Kevy Kev, Minnesota, another one. I'm a survivor. Uh, they get it done against the Lions for the second straight year uh, for survivor players by the skin of their teeth. Kirk Cousins connecting with a wide-open K.J. Osborne for the go-ahead 28-yard touchdown, 45 seconds left. Vikings rally to beat the Lions 28-24. to Minnesota's first lead of the game was that. After falling behind 14 to nothing and also 24 to 14, Cousins 24 of 41 for 260, two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once. Dalvin Cook, 17 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown. He also lost a fumble before leaving with a shoulder injury. And by the way, Pro Football Talk reporting that Dalvin expected to wear a brace, but is going to play in Week 14 in this game uh, at London against uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints. Lions, by the way, had a fourth and one at the Minnesota 30, 335 left in the game, up 24 to 21. They go for it and fail. So the Vikings have the ball with a chance to take the lead, but five plays later, fourth and eight at their own 47, still down 24 21, 236 left, incomplete pass. And you're like, well, it's over for the Vikings. But their defense stiffens. They use timeouts and a two minute warning to their advantage. They do get the ball back. Fourth and four uh, for Detroit at the Minnesota 36 with 114 left. Detroit faced with the, uh, you know, do they give the ball back to Minnesota via punt? Do they try to kick a field goal to go up 27 to 21? And Dan Campbell elects to attempt an Austin Seibert 54-yard field goal. No good. It remains a three-point game. Three plays, 56-yard drive. That's the one that K.J. Osborne accounted for all the yards, and Minnesota had their lead 28-24. And on the Lions' fifth play of the ensuing drive, golf picked by Josh Matilis. Uh, Jefferson is an interesting thing. Justin Jefferson, remember everybody, uh, including ourselves, talking about how all this is going to be Justin Jefferson's year. Three catches, 14 yards. He was blanketed by Jeff Okuda. So the first half of the first game this year, remember the Vikings against the Packers, he had six catches for 158 yards and two touchdowns. Since then, the five halves of football since, 10 catches for 88 yards and no touchdowns. By the way, the Vikings outscored the Lions 14 to nothing in the fourth quarter. Cousins 8 and 1 versus the Lions now as the Minnesota quarterback. That includes 20 touchdowns against just two picks. And then there's New Orleans. Jameis Winston out of what school, Kelly? Florida State. 25 of 41, 353, one touchdown, two picks. He was sacked once in the Saints. Uh, just a horrible loss yesterday to the uh, Carolina Panthers. Olave, 9 for 147. Traquan Smith, 4 for 105. They outgained Carolina, did the Saints, 426 to 293. But they were minus three in turnovers, and that's all you need to know. New Orleans didn't score until the fourth quarter. They were scoreless until then. They lost Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Traquan Smith to injuries in the second half. Minnesota at London against the Saints. Minnesota will be a field goal favorite. Three points. My numbers come to Minnesota three and a half. I think there's something wrong with uh, Jameis Winston that's not going to be solved right away. By the way, it's two and a half almost everywhere. I see two and a half with juice on the favorite, three with juice on the dog. I'm going to open three on this one. I think there's something wrong with Jameis Winston. And even yesterday, again, QBR can be really weird. Uh, his was 58.1, which is a good performance. Above average, yeah. And one touchdown, two interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, how many points did they get on the game? Uh, 14 points. How that relates to a high QBR, I have no idea. But my number's coming to three and a half. I'm going to open three in this game. I'll be the only three flat in the world, so if you want to take three, there 
there be the counter right there. The only three flat in the world. By the way, Saints head coach Dennis Allen saying that Jameis Winston would continue as the team's starting quarterback. Yeah, and, and I think uh, Taysom Hill is hurt. I, I think he's like questionable right yeah. now for next week. I don't know. I, I do not like uh, – there's a lot of things about this Saints team that I don't like, and they were steamed pretty good in the preseason. I, I just never liked them, and I, and I still don't. Kelly, normal early window. What do you got? Yeah, first uh, regular early window game. Titans at the Colts, 1 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. Oh, whoa, you threw a curveball on me. Sure you want to go to that game? Oh, okay. We'll go to that game. Maybe we'll only get two in this segment. All right, Tannehill for the Titans yesterday, 19 of 27 for 264. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked once. I did get a touchdown on the ground, and the Titans win over the Raiders yesterday, 24 to 22. Derrick Henry, 20 for 85, and a touchdown, five catches for 58. Titans never trailed in this game yesterday against the Raiders. They scored touchdowns on each of their first three possessions with drives of at least 75 yards, staking them to a 24 to 10 halftime lead. Up 24 to 16, the Raiders convert a fourth and 15 on a car to Holland's pass for 48, then a fourth and 10 on a Tennessee defensive hold to keep their final drive alive. And then fourth and goal at the nine down 24 to 16 after Keelan Cole just dropped a third down pass in the end zone touchdown car to Mac Hollins, but the two point conversion fails onside kick fails. Tennessee holds on 24, 22. And then there's Indianapolis, Indianapolis with the outright win over the chiefs. And that was a big survivor carnage game. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, 27 of 37 for 222, two touchdowns, no picks, sacked five times. Jonathan Taylor, better than his nine carries last week, 21 carries for 71 yards. Colts had a fourth and one at the KC 49, 245 left in the first quarter, up seven to nothing. Ryan was strip sacked four plays later. It was, excuse me, the Colts were up seven to nothing. Yeah. Ryan was strip sacked four plays later. It was seven to six, missed extra point for the Chiefs, Amendola. By the way, Ryan has fumbled seven times already this season, the fifth highest single season total of his career. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Indianapolis, though, here's the stretch of the game. Fourth and one at their own 33, down 17 to 13. 639 left. Matt Ryan sneaks for a conversion. Sneak, Kelly. Sneak. Loved it. 12 plays later, 29 seconds left. Ryan to Jelani Woods for 12 yards and the touchdown. 20 to 17, that proved to be the game winner. By the way, uh, Jelani Woods, two touchdowns on his first two NFL catches. Ryan on the final drive, 8 of 10 for 55. But here's the deal. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, an unsportsmanlike conduct call on defensive tackle Chris Jones following a third down sack on that final drive extended that drive with less than five minutes to play. Ryan wasn't sure himself. Matt Ryan wasn't sure what even drew the penalty. Referee Sean Smith later explained it was for abusive language. Come on. That's how the Colts sustained that come, drive. Yeah, I, come on. So Chiefs survivor players were just beside themselves. By the way, uh, Roddy McLeod picked off Mahomes on the third Casey play from scrimmage after the Colts went up. Uh, drive where Butker's absence, by the way, Harrison Butker's absence loomed large for KC, even though it didn't come to that. The, he, it loomed large all game. They missed a field goal. Oh, they missed an extra point. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll say Indianapolis minus four and a half. Whoa. In a big AFC South. You think they season. got healthy all of a sudden yesterday? Minus four and a half is too much? Yes. What is it? Yes. I, I mean, my numbers came to one and a half. It's kind of like right in the middle. It's three with juice on the favorite. Oh, you made it sound like I was like way off. Okay, three. I, I mean, that's I a point more. and a half. Well, I it's mean, a big point yeah. and a half, yeah. Uh, last, last night, the numbers were three and a half pretty much for the openers. Okay. You know, and I don't, you know, the opener is one. I don't know. Guys open all kinds of stuff. I'm talking about about nine o'clock at night, something like that. Three and a half seemed like the number. So it has come down a little bit from there. 
Uh, I'm going to open three. It's mostly three with juice on the favorite. The three and a halves are gone. There is another three out there, a couple threes out there, but I'm going to open three. Uh, even that, I think, is a little high. I'm still not sure this Colts team got healthy all See, of a sudden. Th- but I'm not a big believer in Tennessee either. This is where I, re- I sort of go back to my preseason thoughts, right? And I'm like, no, nah, I still think the Colts are a, are a far better team than Tennessee. Boy, I'll tell you what, that's a team that we had a lot of Super Bowl action on. We yeah. had a lot of to win the division. I mean, they're 1-1-1. One, one one. They're a yeah. half game out of first place of the division. Yeah. Like, the season is not done, right? No. No. I, 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 I'm i just not sure they got they got everything it. cured. Yeah, no, I'm, with you. I'm certainly with you there. That's for sure. Uh, Kelly, do we sneak in one here or do we wait till after the break? What yeah, do we, we do? we can start it. All right, what do we got? All right, Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern time, Bears at the Giants. Bears at the Giants. Do-do-do-do-do, Bears at the Giants. Boy, what a barn burner that is. By the way, the Giants undefeated heading into tonight's game against the Cowboys. You have a play on tonight's game at all? Nothing for me tonight. I have the Cowboys in uh, millions, but I don't have a a play on the game. It's Oh, no, I bet Dallas earlier in the week. That's not true. I did did bet, but there's a bet behind it as well. Chicago yesterday. By the way, the 2-1 Bears against the 2-0 Giants. That's horrific just to think that that's the case. (laughs) Fields yesterday, 8 of 17 for the Bears in their win over the Texans. For 106, no touchdowns, two picks, sacked five times, eight for 47 on the ground. He fumbled the ball twice, though. Um, 82 passing yards when you when you factor in all the uh, all the uh, sacks. Khalil Herbert, 20 for 157 and two touchdowns on the ground. The Bears had 281 rushing yards, despite David Montgomery exiting in the early going with knee and ankle injuries. But they end up winning it on the Roquan Smith uh, pick. Of Davis Mills setting up Cairo Santos' game-winning field goal. Uh, We'll get to the guess of this game and what Christie's putting up the number. More guessing lines for week four, numbers game, VEASAN, the sports betting network. This episode is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 and older. It's time to let California fans in on the action. There's no good reason your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies. Prop 27 ensures California finally catches up. So vote yes on Prop 27. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show host and guest 24 7 video. Season prep, that includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VSIN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Skill Alexander, Chrissy Andrews. It is guessing lines on uh, Monday morning for week four in the National Football League. So we started off with uh, Chicago and the Giants next week. Giants sight unseen because they play the Cowboys tonight. What's your action like on that game, by the way? Pretty uh, little slow. A little slow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it'll pick up today. I'm sure it will. It always does. It, it always does. And the Bears, again, the Bears win yesterday against the Texans, 23-20. Uh, to 20, Three-point uh, closing number on that. But, again, it, uh, it ends up being a Roquan Smith pick of Davis Mills late in this game, which set up Cairo Santos' game-ending field goal. Uh, he intercepted it. Smith did Mills deep in Houston territory. Texans had a third and one at their 26 when Angelo Blackson tipped the pass intended for Burkhead and Smith, who had missed practice all week because of a hip injury, intercepted at the 30, returned it to the 12. Four plays later, Santos 30-yarder. 
Bingo, bango, Bears win. I'll say the Giants, sight unseen, minus four and a half. I don't like your number better, but I could see it. My numbers come to three. And let me just say, the Bears, they still have not had a quarterback since Sid Gilman. That's right. Sid. Tribesman. Yeah. <laughs> Gilman, Luckman, what do we decide? Gilman. 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 Yeah, okay. Sid Gilman, yeah. Yeah, I thought you said Luckman the first no, time. No, 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 right. Sid Gilman. Okay. Uh, I mean, they're terrible. Uh, you know, he's terrible. The team's terrible. Anyway, and my numbers come to three. It's three pretty much a blanket everywhere. I'm going to open three just as a placeholder for tonight's game. You believe that there's a possibility that this could be the two and one Bears against the three and O Giants. Yeah, which I know. have got to be some of the worst two and one and three and O's in the history of professional football. Yeah, if that happens. Yeah. By the way, uh, Justin Fields total number of completed forward passes in three games this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are we? Twenty three is the running count. Yeah. Cut it loose. Twenty three. His QBR was nineteen point four which is horrible. I don't know how we scored that high. I really don't. He was terrible. Next. Next up on Sunday, we've got the Bills at the Ravens, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Bills, oh, that's a good Isn't game. Mm-hmm. Good game. All right, well, the Bills, um, they lose. There will be no undefeated season, for those who thought that's a, such a thing. Bills lose to the Dolphins, as we talked about. By the way, it, it, there's more to say about this game beyond just how the box score was dominated by the Bills. The Bills not only dominated the box score, they did so without all-pro cornerback Tredavious White, who, of course, is still on the uh, physically unable, unable to perform list, without safety Micah Hyde, who landed on IR uh, earlier in the weekend, which means he'll be out for the whole season. They did so without Jordan Poyer, who sat out the game yesterday with a foot injury. They did so without cornerback Dane Jackson, who was out after suffering a gruesome injury Monday night, you may recall. And then on the defensive line, the Bills didn't have Ed Oliver. They didn't have Jordan Phillips. At different points in the game yesterday, the Bills didn't have 14 starters. So let's just keep that in mind about the Bills when you're doing your power rankings. They lost this game with, at at some points, them not playing with 14 starters, and they still dominated the box score even though they didn't win. Josh Allen, 42 of 63 for 400 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked four times, eight carries for 47 yards. He did fumble it three times. One was lost. Devin Singletary, nine for 78. He scored a touchdown. That was, he, was their, he was the top receiver out of the backfield, by the way. Uh, top receiver of the game for the Bills. Again, though, the Bills, 90 plays to the Dolphins, 39. A 497 to 212 total yards advantage. Buffalo had a fourth and goal in a scoreless game. They went for it. They scored. Made it 7 to nothing. They had a fourth and two in the second quarter in a 7-7 game. They went for it. They got it. A few plays later, Buffalo 14-7. to So they were doing all the right things. You know what the Buffalo Bills record is in one possession game since the start of last season, including the playoffs? 0-7. Really? So as great as this team is, they could be wildly better in terms of wins and losses. Go back to, again, read Aaron Schatz's uh, article this morning. I mean, it's just incredible, like all the things they... They still could, you know, even show up better in in the uh, final result. Baltimore gets it done. Um, by the way, Kevy Kev, Survivor. I'm a survivor. Oh, he was right on it. Yeah, he was. Uh, Lamar Jackson and, and Baltimore gets it done yesterday against the Patriots. Lamar, 18 of 29. Ravens win this 37 to 26. 18 of 29 for Lamar for 218 throwing. Four touchdowns, one pick, sack four times. 11 carries for 107 and a touchdown. He's the first player in the Super Bowl era with three or more passing touchdowns and a 100-plus rushing yard game in consecutive games. 
Is it possible that as much as we appreciate Lamar Jackson, we still don't appreciate him enough? I, I think that's very possible. He had the second highest QBR of the day yesterday. I just don't like the rest of the team that's around him. Yeah. I really don't. But I think Lamar is fantastic. Well, the one guy that's getting it done for him is Mark Andrews, of course, the tight end. Yes. Eight for 89 and a touchdown. Baltimore was plus two in turnovers. Their D-force turnovers, the defense forced turnovers on three straight fourth-quarter drives by the Patriots. Baltimore was forced to go with their fourth stringer at at uh, left tackle, Daniel Faale, uh, Faalele, pardon me, to protect Jackson's blindside. I guess that would be their, uh, yeah, their uh, blindside tackle in this case. Uh, after they lost Patrick McCarry on the first drive of the game, and, of course, Ronnie Stanley was inactive, Queen, Patrick Queen on defense, dropped a potential pick six on a New England first and goal to Baltimore two in the third quarter. And then the Patriots went up 20 to 14 the next play. The Patriots, that's two weeks in a row now. Mac Jones has hit a defender right in the chest, and the defender has done him the favor of not catching it. Let's keep that in mind about the Patriots. First and 10 of the Baltimore 25, 12, 29 left. Baltimore up 31 to 26. Jackson to Rashad Bateman on a play that is ruled a catch and a fumble. Did you see this? I did not. I have no idea what I'm watching anymore. How that was a catch and a fumble, I have no idea. Six plays later, Justice, when uh, Mac Brown threw a pick in the end zone to Marlon Huffrey. Third and six at their own 33, 545 left. Baltimore nursing a 31 to 26 lead still. It's still a one-score game. Jones to Aguilar for a big gain or 30 yards, but Kyle Hamilton, the rookie, poked the ball out. Marcus Peters recovered it just inbounds. Game-clinching touchdown drive ensued. Lamar accounting for every yard of that to go up 37 to 26. Peters interception sealing it at the end. Um, by the way, this from... Uh, this from, uh, I don't know, ESPN. There you go. There have been 18 games this season decided by three points or fewer. The most through three weeks in NFL history. It doesn't apply to this game yesterday, but it applied uh, to the uh, Bears game we were talking about before. That's how close some of these games have been. Buffalo at Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo's still got to be the favorite for all the reasons we said. I'll say Buffalo minus three on the road. Uh, it's pretty much a solid three. My numbers come to four. I thought the Ravens probably were not as impressive as the final score indicated. I think they struggled with a team that... I, I think on, on the downside in New England. No. And I think, you know, Buffalo, yeah, they they lost, you know. But, but, again, look at that box score, you know. So my numbers came to four. I'm going to open at three. But let me give a quick shout-out. In the old days, they used to read you the line. Mm-hmm. So the first four numbers here I got in the NFL, all threes. I had a guy who used to read me the line, and he wouldn't do it with everybody, but he said he, he could do it with me. If, like, there was two sevens in a row, he'd read – 14. And every, I remember one time there was three sevens in a row, 21. Now I'm looking, there's four threes in a row. And Mike Roth, he's been long passed away, worked for Leroy's. Mike would go bananas here. Th- four threes in a row. If I called to get the, the line, 12, he would say. And he, would, he never got to that. We never had four in a row. But Mike, this is, in, and I have a great Mike Roth story I'll tell you someday. So, so far, I've, I've hit these either accurately or well off is basically what the story is. Let's squeeze one more in here, Kelly, if we can. Yep, Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern time, Chargers at the Texans. All right, this should be quick. Uh, Chargers, and Kelly and I were talking about this off air, I have no idea why over 100 people picked the Chargers and Survivor. We talked about this, people. Kelly and I talked about it ad nauseum last week. You can't take the Chargers if you don't know what the Justin Herbert story is. Now, Justin Herbert, in the end, did play. Shouldn't have. Thank goodness it was by, uh, what is it, uh, electronic measure, not by actual the doctor puncturing his lung or anything. You know how it goes in Sandy, in uh, Los Angeles. Herbert, 25 of 45 for 297. One touchdown, one pick, was sacked once. Really was outplayed by his counterpart, uh, 
uh, Trevor Lawrence in that game. 16 first downs. That's all the Chargers had in this game. 16 first downs and only 26 rushing yards. They were minus two in turnovers. They were out time of possession, if you will, 38-27 to 21-33. Chargers defense had zero sacks, zero takeaways. They lose 38-10. to And Houston, Davis Mills, in that loss to the Bears, 20 of 32 for 245, one touchdown, two picks, sack once. They had a play where they snapped it to the up back on fourth and one of the Houston 46, down 20 to 17, 538 left in the third quarter. They converted. That led to the game-tying field goal, but they never scored again after 2020 till that Roquan Smith pick sealed the deal with just over a minute left. I'll say the Chargers on the road by four and a half at Houston. Well, it's six or six and a half. Whoa. Okay. Uh, you know, my power ratings come to seven and a half, but that's assuming, you know, a, a healthy Herbert. He's not healthy. They should have never played him yesterday. You're paying Chase Daniel big money. The guy's a competent quarterback. They should have put him out there. That was just a – and have him play all four quarters yesterday was just inexcusable for the Chargers. I'm going to open six and a half. I'm going to assume that he's going to be okay, Herbert. But if I see any, you know, glitch in that, I'm going to lower it because I don't think he's 100%. But I just do – the Chargers aren't as bad as they looked last week. No, they're, they're not, but I'm not sure I trust them to lay that many against anybody. I'm not sure either. Yeah. I'm not sure. All right. We're all caught up. On pace, as they say. More guessing lines on the other side. Numbers Game VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Gil Alexander, Christy Andrews, my mishpucha, and uh, Kelly Bidlin. By the way, Rihanna in for the Super Bowl halftime show. Taylor Swift out. That is what we call strokes gained plus, everybody. <laughs> that is plus EV. Taylor you think Swift. So? Taylor. Oh my God. Taylor. Here's the thing. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, you know, listen. I got nothing against. Um, you know, I got no beef with no Viet Cong. I got nothing. No problem with her. But a halftime show at a Super Bowl. She's not exactly going to uh, get the people in a frenzy. Rihanna, on the other hand, oh, yeah. See, I'm, with, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Taylor Swift. Nothing wrong with Taylor Rihanna's Swift. Rihanna's a better entertainer. I would go, yes, I would go with that. We get tweets. 
at beating the book. I always appreciate the uh, feedback. Double J's. Chris, it's Luckman, not Gilman. I had the wrong tribesman. My most humble apologies. <laughs> By the way, again, Happy New Year to all that it applies to. Or as my mother said, Gilly, you're working on Rosh Hashanah? <laughs> yes, because it's football. Uh, this is from Greg V at New Jersey, New York. He said, here's a quick point on that Chiefs-Colts game. How the hell does Andy Reid up 17-13 to 13, go full galaxy brain and convince himself to fake a 39-yard field goal in 4th and 11 instead of just kicking? He also went for two early, went up 12-10. Just some odd decisions from him yesterday. Well, I can explain both of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Amendola is not reliable. Yeah. Missed an extra point. Yeah. Missed a field goal. I mean... I will tell you this. I don't know about 4th and 11, but I can understand his thinking. Yes. Uh, well put. Well put. All right, Kelly, what's next? Next up, Seahawks at the Lions. 1 o'clock Eastern time Sunday. Is it still early games here? Yep. Lions, mm, okay. Just even thinking about this right here? Oh, I think I, I'm already thinking about the Lions for something. You know what I mean? Uh, Seattle yesterday loses to Atlanta. One of Kelly Bidlin's uh, correct circa millions picks. Nice job. Boom. Gino in defeat for the Seahawks, 32 of 44 for 325. Wow. Two touchdowns, one pick, sack twice. Tyler Lockett, nine for 76. DK Metcalf, five for 64 to touchdown. Seattle had a fourth and two at the Atlanta seven in a 20 to 20 game with 315 left in the third quarter. And they elected to kick a Jason Myers 25 yard field goal to make it 23 to 20. Hmm. Hmm. As if that's not going to come back and haunt you. Because all it took was five plays for Atlanta to take the lead after that for good on a Mariota to London, Drake London, that is 14-yard touchdown pass with 41 seconds left in the third quarter. Seattle was without three of its top cornerbacks in this game. Artie Burns, Sidney Jones, Justin Coleman, they were all inactive. And then Detroit, we talked about them leading the whole way until, well, they didn't against Minnesota, losing that one. Jared Goff in defeat, 25 of 41 for 277. One touchdown, one pick, no sacks. Jamal Williams, 20 for 87, two touchdowns. Iman St. Brown, Iman St. Brown, six catches for 73 yards. So his streak of eight straight games with at least eight receptions that was tied for the longest in league history was stopped. Uh, he got hurt in the middle of the game but came back. Fourth and five for Detroit at the Minnesota 32. This is early in this game. Scoreless game. They went for it. They converted. Goff to St. Brown for 30. Down at the doorstep, Williams touched down one play. Later made it 7 to nothing. Detroit. Fourth and one Minnesota at the Minnesota 45. Up 7 to nothing. 153 left in the first quarter. Detroit runs and converts. Six plays later, 14 to nothing. And then we already talked about how it ended. They had 14 to nothing lead. They had a 24 to 14 lead. And they still cough up the game. 18 straight quarters the Lions have had with a touchdown this year until the fourth quarter yesterday. That's an amazing stat. That 18 is, yeah. quarters in a row dating back to last year. Hadn't had a quarter without a touchdown this year until the fourth yesterday. Um, first quarter of the season without a touchdown. In fact, the Lions had zero points on their final five possessions yesterday. Two punts, turnover on downs, missed field goal, interception. The Lions are now 0-10-1 in their last 11 road games dating back to last season. Goff 0-6-1 on the road as a Detroit starter. And Detroit has lost eight one-possession games since the start of last season, tied for the most in the NFL. So they're also a one-possession uh, negative variance team. That said, Detroit by six, is that too many against Seattle? No, because it's six and a half. And that's Ooh. exactly what my power ratings come to. Um, it's virtually six and a half everywhere. Oh, so man. that seems like... Uh, Good opening number for me. So Detroit feels like a survivor possibility next week. 
this coming You're week. You're taking your say. life in your hands, but uh, I can see it. Too. You, you know what I've come to terms with? That every one of yeah. these is taking your life into your own hands. Yeah. Like, I just did. It, nothing is, is yeah. confident this year. Kelly, one more. What's next? Jets at Steelers. Oh, Jets at Steelers. By the way, Steelers, speaking of the Steelers, last week you had that uh, Slippery Rock uh, shirt on. I can't believe how many Pittsburghers ev- evidently watched the show and knew that was Slippery Rock. Very intelligent audience this show has. I guess. Because <laughs> I think most of Pittsburgh wouldn't know that. It was just an ass. Yeah. Well, the Jets yesterday. So this week. Yeah, oh, this week. I'm sorry. Yeah. This week, what do you got? Northern Arizona. My daughter went there for a semester. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. There's always a, uh, always always a, a different shirt. Always a story. All right. Jets yesterday lose to the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Flacco, 28 of 52 for 285 in defeat. No touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked four times. Jets were minus three in turnovers. As we mentioned, that was really the biggest stat of this game, with the Bengals beating the Jets 27 to 12. Yo, may I interject? I Please. It's just come across now. Wilson is actually questionable this week oh. for the Jets. Just came across in the last minute or two. My next line was Zach Wilson expected to return oh, next Oh, okay. Week. I'm sorry. I shouldn't interrupt No, you. no, 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 no. But then you, what you're saying is just questionable. Uh, does that I can mean? can tell by the numbers does, moving. It looks like he's a lot more than questionable. That's okay. Probably. Well, let me just follow that up. By numbers moving, yeah. is that numbers to the positive? For the Jets? For the yeah. Jets? For the Jets. Because yeah. that's a question mark to me also. I, I would agree, but boy, Flacco. Flacco looked great last week. He yeah, he did. Pretty bad yesterday. Yeah, well, he's Joe Flacco. He's Joe Flacco. <laughs> Joe cool. Yeah, and then Joe, Joe way too cool. I would argue too cool. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh loses on Thursday night, remember. So they've got extra rest here. Mitch Trubisky in defeat was 20 of 32 for 207. No touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once in that game against Cleveland on Thursday night, where Pittsburgh was one of nine on third downs. Uh, Cleveland had 36 minutes and nine seconds of time of possession to Pittsburgh's 23-51. Kelly and I talked about this game on Friday, the the Browns-Steelers game. And I'm not sure if, if we were simpatico on this, but I think we were. Where I, I was sort of like, I think Kenny Pickett, and this is a good question for you as a Steelers guy, I, I think Mitch Trubisky is at the point now where he can do no right. Like, I didn't think he was that bad. Right. And immediately when the game ended, people were like, oh, we got to go to Pickett. Like, come on. My humble opinion, yeah, you got to get rid of Matt Canada, who's the offensive <laughs> coordinator. Yeah. And I had guys, because I put that out on Thursday after the game. You got, oh, you can't change offensive coordinators in the middle of the season. You can't. Sure, I see you him can. fire, you know, head coaches. If you can fire a head coach, yeah. you can fire an offensive coordinator. Don't tell me you can't do that. I mean, the guy's been terrible since he's been at Pittsburgh. You know, and I don't know why. If you saw that first half, they were in rhythm. They were moving the ball. Boom, boom, boom. Trubisky played well. Then they 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 received the second half kickoff, and you figure, okay, it's just going to keep going like that. They totally went in the shell. For for what reason? I have no idea. And uh, to me, listen, I'm not saying Trubisky's a great quarterback or anything like that. Right. But I think it's Matt Canada is absolutely holding him back and holding back this entire offense. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Trubisky is Dan Marino either or Joe Montana or whatever your quarterback of choices. But I do feel like he's getting the worst of it here. He is. He can do no right. I'll say Pittsburgh minus four. Well, it was four. My power range came to five against Flacco. I'm not sure what to do with Wilson. I, I mean, I think he is an improvement over Flacco. Otherwise, he wouldn't be the starter. Uh, but right now, it was four pretty much, you know, 15 minutes ago. Now it's all pretty much three and a half. Three and a half. So okay. the, 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 the market is saying he's worth half a point. I'm going to have to look back. At this. I, you know, I'm going to probably go with three and a half. 
just kind of look at things, see how Wilson practices all week and all that. I think the kid actually is pretty good. Uh, so it's probably an improvement over Flacco. But he, he hasn't played in three weeks, you know, so we'll have to see. But I'm going to go with three and a half at this point. I'm trying to think what have I liked the best so far with all these guesses in the first hour. And I think my answer is the Indianapolis Colts. Because you're saying it's three, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I like the yeah, Colts this best is a tough, against Tennessee. Yeah, I probably, I probably like the uh, the Vikings a little bit. You know, I, I think I there's something like, wrong with Jameis Winston. He's just not right. Yeah, that was uh, that. That's the one side I've made so far is Vikings. Vikings, and then I, I Colts was probably the next one that jumped off the board at me. All right, we're uh, we're simpatico on the Colts at least there. Yeah, the Vikings also, but you know it's the Vikings, right? So. You just never know. Just yeah, never I mean, know. they look great week yeah. one, not so great week two, and eked that out yesterday. Pro tip of the hour is very simple, boys and girls. Don't gamble on a quarterback's injury status. If you're unsure, stay off the game or wait to bet in game, particularly when it comes to Survivor. Why were over 100 people taking the Chargers, not knowing about Justin Herbert? That's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Second hour of Guessing Lines on the other side right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VEASAN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. My mishpucha, Chrissy Andrews, is here for guessing lines. And so is Kelly Midland Bidlin, who's going to do his own college football guessing lines, uh, which is uh, something a little different tomorrow. Let's put it that way on the show. Yeah, that ought to be entertaining. Are you uh, confident in your... Uh... <laughs> Are you confident that you're going to embarrass yourself? So oh, cool. yeah, yeah. Am I confident <laughs> I'm going to embarrass myself? For sure. Get inspired by the fact that uh, Washington-Stanford game up. He's like, what's the line, Gil? I'm like, 14. Pregnant pause. <laughs> Plus or minus. <laughs> it's going to be very entertaining. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be quality radio. <laughs> we're, we're doing all the graphics the same as well? Intro, we have an intro music well, or no? We're going to try. We're going to okay. try. Right. So quick, quick turnaround. Isaiah and Wyatt inspired downstairs? Eh, a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right, what's next? Are we afternoon yet? games yet? No, not yet. we're not, not Gil, yet. because we are in one of the uh, week's stupidest schedules when it comes to that. Oh, no. Still the early ske- uh, slate. Jaguars at the Eagles, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Jaguars. Chris, are you Jaguars or Jaguars? When I slip, it's Jaguars. But I, I know just, it's the Jaguars. I love when people pronounce it that way. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars are 2-1 and one and atop the AFC South. After three games, the Jaguars snapped an 18-game road winning, uh, road losing streak yesterday uh, when they beat the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Trevor Lawrence, 28 of 39 for 262, three touchdowns, no picks. He was uh, not sacked. James Robinson, 17 for 100 and a touchdown. Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, their two $10 million receivers. Jones, 10 for 85 and a touchdown. Kirk, 6 for 72 and a touchdown. The uh, Jaguars were plus two in turnovers. Chargers had two. They had none. They outtime a possession to the Chargers, if you will, 38-27 to 21-33. The Jaguars scored on their final seven drives, four touchdowns and three field goals, that excluding the kneel down at the end. They had a fourth and five on their opening drive of the game. They went for it and failed. 12-13 left in the first quarter. So right out of the shoot, they went for a fourth and five 
No consequence for not failing it after holding the Chargers to a three and out after that. Then fourth and one at midfield, 10-47 left in the third quarter. They're up 16-10. to They go for it. James Robinson to the house for 50, 23-10. And then fourth and inches up 23-10 at the LA uh, 6. A sneak from Trevor Lawrence. How about that, boys and girls? A sneak. Saw a few of them yesterday. Love it. They converted two plays later. Lawrence to Kirk, 31 to 10 after two point conversion. And the competitive portion of the ball game was over. And then there's the Philadelphia Eagles. The Dolphins are the only 3 0 in the AFC. The Eagles are the only 3 0 in the NFC. The Giants trying to join them tonight. Jalen Hurts against Washington, 22 of 35 for 340. Three touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked three times. Devontae Smith. Hey, Kelly, remember on primetime action mm-hmm. when we were like, why are why do people think Devontae Smith is not going to be a good pro? Why He's too do, small, Gil. Why do they talk themselves out of this? Devontae, eight for 169 and a touchdown. By the way, in the first half, he had seven for 156 of those and a touchdown. It was 24 to nothing Eagles at halftime. They've scored 24 first half points, the Eagles. In all three games this year, how about that? They got 24 or more up on the board in all three games this season. Brown, 5 for 85 and a touchdown. Zero points allowed, by the way, on the first 11 Washington possessions. Zero points allowed on the first 11 Washington possessions. Fourth and one up 10 to nothing at the Wash, uh, you know, in Washington Territory. They go for it. They fail. It didn't matter. Fourth and goal up 17 to nothing. The clock was stuck at 18 seconds. Hurts to Smith to make it 24 to nothing. By the way, that was a fascinating part about the end of, that, uh, end of the first half of that game. The clock just went off the screen. And so we were led to believe, we just had to believe them that Philly had enough time to yeah. do this. And sure enough, Hurts takes advantage, goes to Smith, and was 24 to nothing. Um, let me just say this about because we talked about Lamar Jackson earlier and we're talking about Jalen Hurts now. What do you think? Who do you think the top three? Here's my top three MVP candidates as I see them right now. Montesano, Michael Montesano and I were, t- were texting about this yesterday. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson. Pick your order. I think those are the three top th- three top. It's guys early, right but now. yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I'm not so sure that Jalen Hurts or Lamar shouldn't be the short shot right now. Lamar doing it very quietly. By the way, both Lamar and Jalen, two two guys who a lot of people wanted to change positions once they got to the NFL. Oh yeah. Can I go off for just a minute Please. on Jalen Hurts? I don't. I don't mean to go off on a rant, but no. But you know, a couple things. When he got replaced at halftime of that national championship game, I was impressed with the way he handled it. Yes. Okay. Very impressed. Then he transfers to Oklahoma. They immediately make him a team captain. Mm-hmm. I think that said, I mean, for a, a veteran team, I mean, he didn't go to James Madison or right. something. You know, they made, immediately made him a team captain. There's another one. We talked about this with Josh Allen, how he was very inaccurate in college, yep. came out and has been accurate ever since. Same with Jalen Hurts. He was inaccurate. I mean, that was a legitimate beef. So maybe they have figured out a way to improve quarterbacks' accuracy, but he also has a and and Allen had um, uh, Diggs as his uh, 
Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs yeah. as his receipt. That yeah. helps a guy a lot. Yeah. This guy has uh, what is it, Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith. Yeah, that's going to help you too, by the way. Mm-hmm. But they still have performed. You know, so I mean, I had my questions as well about about Hurts, but he, had, this kid can play. All three of the guys we mentioned: Josh Allen for accuracy concerns, yeah. which I raised my hand. Right. I, me too. Uh, Lamar Jackson, who the Ravens had to trade back into the first round to draft at 32. After people, after he came out of Louisville, was a great college football player. People were like, wow, but are they pros? Come exactly, on. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then everything you say about Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, remember, was considered to be overdrafted where Second the Eagles round. drafted him. Second yes. round, yeah. Yeah, but, but still an overdraft. I, I, I probably would have signed up for that too. Yeah. And I was dead wrong. But I think. And they are arguably having the three best seasons of any yeah, players in the NFL. I, I, like I said, Jalen, I, I don't know. I, you only know what you see on TV. I don't know. But I was very impressed with his conduct. And yes. I thought he was a guy of, like, uh, some quality. And right. I'm glad to see it out of the kid. Yeah, Although I never root for anything from Philadelphia. But, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I think most text going around yesterday was, wow, is Philadelphia just this good? And apparently Nick Sirianni had them, like, looking at a Kobe Bryant video the night before. And the final score of that game ended up being 24 to 8. Oh, that's. Both wow. of Kobe's jersey numbers, if you believe wow. in such mystical things. I don't, but yeah. that is pretty wild. Uh, Philadelphia minus 6 in the end. That's how um, much respect I have for the Eagles right now. Yeah, that's. Um, my numbers come to exactly 6. It's 7 pretty much. Um, so not enough. It's 7 res- with not some enough juice. respect, in other words. Yeah, yeah. it's 7 with some juice. Yeah. So I'm going to open 7, but I kind of like the Jags. Wow. A quick, I have a grading system that I use, and the three top grades from yesterday, number one top grade was Jacksonville, number two, Miami, but number three, Philadelphia. Now, it's, you know. It's hard to I know. I wouldn't how call it a math. Ed yeah. Fang would laugh at me if I said it was a. a yeah. By the way, I'm doing his podcast tomorrow. Nice. You know, but he. You know, I wouldn't call it a math model, but I do call it a grading system, and it helps yeah. me a little bit with my power ratings. But I, you know, I think uh, Jacksonville's for real, and a lot of it has to do with a coach who finally got Trevor Lawrence to blossom. Well, and how bad must Urban Meyer oh, have my been? Dear God, it tells you just how bad he was. How bad must that dude have been? But Fox had to have him back in the college football. Uh, but you can't change a coach in midseason. No. That's what these uh, Pittsburgh people are telling. Apparently not. What do we got, Kelly? Uh, still the early slate on Sunday, Commanders at Cowboys. Mm. Ah, the Commodores against the Cowboys. Yeah, everybody's calling them the Commodores now. What's your favorite Commodores, Jam? I, I just call them <laughs> the Commies. <laughs> Thank you, Dan- uh, Daniel Snyder. So uh, the other big thing we didn't say about that game between Washington and Philadelphia, as you said it earlier, Carson Wentz, 25 of 43 for 211. No touchdowns, no picks, sacked nine times. And what did you say? Knock down 17 total? 17 quarterback hits. I don't, does that include sacks? I'm not sure. Uh, yes, in that case, I believe it does. I, I'd say yes, but I'm not positive. Uh, Terry McLaurin, the incomparable Terry McLaurin, 6 for 102. But Washington was outgained in the first half. This is the second week in a row now. Washington has just been a no-show in the first half. Remember, Detroit held them to, like, nothing till five minutes left in the second yeah. quarter. Yesterday, Washington was outgained 322 to 50 in the first half. And when you factor in the sacks, Washington had minus 16 passing yards in the first half of that game yesterday. They're at Dallas, sight unseen. Dallas plays the Giants tonight at New York. Dallas trying to get to 2-1 with Cooper Rush. 
Um, sight unseen, Dallas by a field goal. It's a brain-dead line, but that's what it's going to be. It's three pretty much yeah. everywhere. My numbers come to four, though. Boy, this Washington team <laughs> is bad. You. How dare I'm you? sorry. You, you can't protect your quarterback uh. any better than that. I mean, plus you're going against Micah Parsons next week. <sighs> How good do you think that kid's going to be? He might have nine by himself. He might have nine. This kid, I, I mean, he's one of the three guys I said moves the number, you know, as far as defensive players. Yeah. I think he goes wild on, the, you know, they can't protect them. My number's come to four. I'll open three as a placeholder, but I'm looking for that number to go up. Let me just make this clear also about Carson Wentz, because I, you know, I hated the fact that Washington traded for him, particularly what they traded for him, which was the, the kitchen sink. There were reports this weekend that Washington had tried to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. That, that then Garoppolo decided to get shoulder surgery, and that's what made that deal fall through. Ron Rivera, of course, denying that uh, this morning. But as much as I hated the Carson Wentz trade for Washington, none of this is really his fault. Like, he has no chance on most of these plays. You get hit 17 yeah. times? I mean, what do you think Tom Brady would be if he got yeah. hit 17 times? He has no chance. I mean, and he's made throws this year that Taylor Heineke could not have made. Absolutely. And, I mean, the one, I mean, the biggest knock that I have on Wentz is, you know, he is loose with the football when he does get hit. That didn't really happen yesterday. He was just under, you know, he had no shot at it. He had no time. So uh, none of that to say is really his fault. Um, mainly, I would say, I mean, uh, yeah, there's probably some incremental fault of his, but, there but generally it's the offensive line with these uh, with this Washington team. All right, more guessing lines. Hopefully we'll get to the afternoon games. What are the three afternoon games? What is yeah. it? That's it? Three? Oh, because there's a London? Oh, no. Why do they do this? More guessing lines on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, uh, Kelly, the NHL season is almost here. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, let's go. Our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The Visa Hockey Season Prep Guide. It's going to be available soon with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including our own Andy McNeil, who will join us on a numbers game this Wednesday to start his previews. Uh, he's got predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. The guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Yet another benefit of being a VEASAN Pro subscriber at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You know, we're booking preseason hockey now. You are. Pre- yeah. did you, I mean, oh, everybody did, is. Did you not do that before? I don't rem- I think we probably did last year, but I don't know that we did it every year. I know Michael gone. When he finds out, he'll go crazy. What's, I, what's I he going to say? Michael, this isn't 1978 anymore. What's it, what, what are the words <laughs> that are going to come out of his mouth? What the hell are you doing booking preseason <laughs> hockey? <laughs> Michael, everybody is. We, we have no choice. We have to do it. This isn't 1978. Yeah. Uh, what a year that was, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a year. Yeah, I graduated college that year. Did you see the uh, Super 70 Sports thing? Speaking of 1978, I sent you and Felica the uh, Super 70 Sports, that Twitter handle, the Mike Cubbage 1978 oh, baseball that, card. I didn't retweet that because <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's so funny. That's hilarious. All right, to the afternoon for week four on Sunday. Uh-uh. No? Still in the early oh, window. Oh, my Are you serious? God. Oh, yeah, we do have one. Browns at Falcons. Jeez. Oh, my God. What's that? So that's nine? What is it, nine? It's brutal. All right. Cleveland. Because I only have nine TVs in my office. So. <laughs> Cleveland uh, on extra rest. Remember, they beat Pittsburgh last Thursday night. Jacoby Brissett in that game was 21 of 31 for 220. 
Two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked twice. Nick Chubb, 23 for 113 and a touchdown. Amari Cooper, seven catches for 101 and a touchdown. David Njoku, nine for 89 and a touchdown. And then there's Atlanta, who got by the Seahawks yesterday. Marcus Mariota, 13 of 20 for 229. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked three times. Cordero Patterson, career high game. 17 carries for 141 and a touchdown. 107 of those 141 in the second half. Kyle Pitts, 5 for 87. Drake London, 3 for 54 and a touchdown. Uh, once again, up 27 to 23, the Falcons were on the Seahawks. Marcus Mariota and Tyson Allegier fumbled an exchange that Uchenna Nuosu recovered for the Seahawks with 5-12 left that opened the door for the Seahawks. Four plays later, it was a fourth and one at the Seattle 47 with 340 left. The Seahawks go for it and convert on a Rashad Penny four-yard run. <clears throat> Pardon me. But Seattle got as far as the Atlanta 24. Remember, they needed a, uh, a field goal down, uh, excuse me, a touchdown down four. Couldn't settle for the field goal. But once they got to the 24, a hold, an offensive hold, holding penalty, a sack, and then an overthrow that uh, Richie Grant picked off, an overthrow by, uh, by the, uh, the great Geno Smith that Richie Grant picked off on fourth with 130 left in the game, sealed the deal. Cleveland at Atlanta. Oh, this is a uh, barn burner of a football game. Am I ridiculous to say Cleveland minus three on the road? Not ridiculous, but it is a solid two and a half. That's exactly what my power ratings came to. Minus two and a half. It was two and a half. So I'm going to use two and a half. I knew I was too um, lazy on that one. I tell you, it's one of those weird things that I've said a couple times on this show. When you see a game a solid two and a half, probably you should take it. See a game a solid three and a half, you should probably lay it. I say, always, say that again. See a game a solid two and a half, you should probably take it. Now, of course, you want to take plus three if you can get it. If you see a solid three and a half, you should probably lay it. Once again, of course, you'd rather lay three than three and a half. But what that tells you is the sharp money, if it liked the favorite, the game would go, if it's two and a half, if the sharp money liked the favorite, it would go to three. Mm-hmm. And conversely, if, if it's a three and a half, if the sharp money liked the dog, it would go to three. So it tells you, you move away from that key number, kind of that tells you where the sharp money is. But obviously, you're not going to win every one of those. I'm just telling you where the sharp money would lie. You know what I smell, Kelly? I smell a pro tip. Yep. <laughs> Writing it down already. <laughs> Kelly, uh, on this break, what, Kelly's going to be what, like, how much again? do I get for those? The, the, I, th- I, I think I copyrighted that. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mentally copyrighted you that. Received, Does that work? $7.16. I was going to say, you received no monetary compensation for that. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry about that. We should have uh, should have gotten in their contract before the show. I should have. All right, what's, uh, what's number two here? We are in the afternoon now. We are finally in the afternoon. Oh. Cardinals at, at Panthers, 4.05 Eastern time. Oh, this is another stinker. Cardinals at the Panthers. Do you have any feel for either of these two teams? Whoa. Maybe you do. N- no. Cardinals lose their seventh straight game at home. How about that? Is that right? <laughs> I didn't realize that. I didn't either. Lose their seventh straight game at home. Kyler Murray in defeat. And the Rams beat the Cardinals yesterday, 20-12. to 12, And they had every opportunity in the book to win this game. The Rams were like, here, take it from us. And the Cardinals were like, no, thank you. Kyler Murray, 37 for 58, 314, no touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked twice. How about Marquise Hollywood Brown yesterday, 14 for 140. I've done the math. That's 10 yards a catch, by the way. Uh, here, here's the, uh, 
here's the Cardinals' offensive drives to start the game. Three and out, three and out, four and out, three and out. <laughs> Followed by a 19-play drive that resulted in a field goal. So they're down 13-3. to three. They eked out another field goal by the end of the half to make it 13-6. to six. Then they had a 16-play drive in the third quarter that ended in a field goal to make it 13-9. to nine. And you're like, the Cardinals could win this game. But after the Rams made it 20-9, to nine, the Cardinals' ensuing drive stalled on the 4th and 4th, the Rams' 26th, with 11.35 left. And then, because they, they couldn't get it on 4th down, and then another 17-play drive that resulted in yet another Matt Prater field goal with 1.10 left. Onside kick, Rams recover, game is over. Final score, 20 to 12. Oh, my God. By the way, the Rams only had 15 first downs in that game. The Cardinals are just a mess. And the Raiders are sitting there listening to this going, oh, my God, we lost to them. And then there's Carolina. These are two one and two teams, by the way. Carolina gets it done yesterday against the Panthers, 22 to 14. Now, remember that stat we gave last week. The 17. I, I, have, that, yeah. I have not stopped thinking about that stat. Yeah. Matt Rule, for those who missed it, as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, when opponents get to 17 points, when opponents score 17 plus points, Matt Rule's Carolina Panthers are 1 in 25 straight up. That is one of the most startling stats I've heard in a long time. Again, not 24 points, not 30 points, 17 plus points by the opponent. They hold the Saints to 14. Remember, the Saints didn't score to the fourth quarter. And so the Panthers get it done 22 to 14. Does not apply. Baker Mayfield, as mediocre as ever, and I'm being kind, 12 of 25 for 170, one touchdown, no picks, three sacks. Only 12 forward passes completed. Christian McCaffrey, 25 carries for 108. LaVisca Chenault, two for 90 and a touchdown. 67 of those 90 on the touchdown. And then the other big play for the Panthers, Marquise Haynes returning a fumble 44 yards for a touchdown. Panthers beat the Saints 22-14 to to snap a nine-game losing streak dating back to last year. They were outgained by the Saints 426-293. to The Panthers only had 12 first downs the whole game, but... They were plus three in turnovers, and that's all you need to know. Saints had three. Panthers had none. It's Arizona at Carolina, two one-and-two teams. I'm going back to my preseason thoughts here because I, I have to think that Arizona is still the better football team. And you know what? I might be horribly wrong, but I'm going to split the difference between the three and the pick, and I'll say Arizona minus a point and a half. Okay. Bingo again. I like your number better. My number came to exactly Arizona one and a half. Wow. You know, Carolina, it's just a bad team. Now, you know, I think very poorly of Kyler Murray, even more poorly of Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like this team at all, but boy, Carolina is just terrible. They had that fumble return for a touchdown. Baker Mayfield, low man on the totem pole as far as QBR, 11 point something for the day. I made it Arizona one and a half. Now, I do like your number better. I see it anywhere from Carolina one up to two. So anywhere in there. I'm going to open huh. Carolina one. Interesting. But, you know, that's one of those games. You know, I know you do the Megapod. Which game would you want to stay away from? Yeah. Put me down for this one. <laughs> Put you down for that. Yeah. Yes. Well, the Megapod question is, if you were forced to make a bet, 
in every single one of the games on the slate on the side, we do yeah. the Megapod on the Beating the Book feed, uh, which this appears on in podcast form. We do that on Thursday. But you were allowed one pass. What game? One game that you want no part of whatsoever. Which game would it be? And you're saying Arizona, Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's going to be tough to beat is the answer. It, it, yeah, I mean, it would be one of those if you could find plus money, like plus $1.15, plus $1.20 on either side. I'd yeah. say, yeah, give me that because I have no idea what the hell's going to happen. The thing about this game is I could be convinced to bet Arizona. I could never be convinced to bet Carolina. Uh, you but know, I still yeah. don't want a part. Arizona, yeah. like I said, Kyler Murray is still going to have the best highlight reel in the league. <laughs> that doesn't translate to wins. But he's going to have a great highlight. But it's amazing. It's either three and outs or, you know, four and outs, or it's this long drive. Boy, boy, do they miss DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, you think? they cannot put that ball downfield. When's he been? Six games? Was he out six games? Six to eight, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, more afternoon games and the primetime games from week four. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Don't forget to start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips updating every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VSIN Pro. Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. That's where all the answers are. You ain't got all the answers, Sway, but we got all the answers right there. vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Uh, Survivor in Circa, uh, in Circa, which, again, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, Matt Metcalf, Jeffrey Benson, what they've done with those contests has been spectacular, particularly mm-hmm. with Survivor, which is Derek's finest stroke. Yeah. Started with 6,133 entries. Another 22.7% or so of the remaining just over 2,000 went down by the wayside yesterday. Chiefs were the biggest loser, yeah. followed by the Chargers. Um, and so we're down to under 1,600 entries now. Yeah. How many guys just decided to donate their $1,000 to the pot? A lot of people have. A lot of them. Well, every week it's double, every week. Every week it's every double week. digits. And again, you know, they'll they'll tell you that it ranges all the way from people just plum forgetting. Just want to use the word plum. Plum. And uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And Jethro uh, Bodine, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. It is amazing how many how many people forget each week, though. Even yeah. when you're weeks into the season. Where you know each one of those each one of those entries becomes even more I don't value. care if you're Warren Buffett. A thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, well, maybe Warren Buffett wouldn't care about that, right? But Warren but, probably doesn't care. But I'm just saying, like, but you know what? Warren does care. I, I've read a lot of his stuff. My beloved Gracie, fifteen year old, fifteen year old Gracie, called. I told you, calls me in the middle of Saturday, or she texts me. She goes, "I need help on a project for school. You got to help me." And so I drop everything to help her, right? And I realized when I finished with her, I was like, "Oh my God, when's the deadline?" Like I could have, I could have botched it. So there's all kinds of reasons. And then, by the way, they, they'll tell you over at Circa, once they had somebody die literally one week, that's why his didn't get in. Okay, that's an excuse. So yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a good that's excuse. an acceptable excuse, yeah. right? You said a couple lines moved here in the, in the, while we were talking? Yeah. Um, the Buffalo has gone towards my number, which I told you I made the bills four. I see it. Uh, it was three. Gone up, actually went to four, and then it's back down to three and a half. So I'm going to debate whether it opened three and a half and four. Originally, I said three. 
The other one, the Eagles, uh, it was seven like a blanket. My numbers came to six. It's now gone to six and a half, so the sevens are completely gone. So I'll definitely wow. open six and a half there. And, and again, for those who, who think Chrissy's just making that up, these, these games are not available to bet here at the South Point. You have not put them up yet. Um, I wait for this show, Gil. Yeah, I'm just reminding the people. I, I wait for this show. Yeah, thank you. I'm very honored by that. All right, final afternoon games, Kelly. Broncos at Raiders, 425 Eastern. <sighs> I got so much to say about this game yesterday. The Niners brutalized me yesterday. I lost a millions pick on them. Um, I bet them. That was a guessing lines instinct last week. And, and can we just shout out, by the way, Dr. Bob Kelly for a second. Dr. Bob comes on this show every Friday. And, you know, he typically gives us college football plays. But he also in the last week has given us his thoughts on a pro football game. And two weeks in a row now, he has saved me. Mm-hmm. Maybe you too, Kelly. Because two weeks ago he was like, yeah, I kind of like the Jets against the Browns. Obviously, we know the uh, the shenanigans that happened at the end of that game. Oh, that one, so that that one kept, he helped talk, that, talk me out of big time. Kept us off the Browns. And then this past week, he was like, hey, you know, Denver. With it. Now, again, you could argue he got completely lucky on both, but he kept us off both and saved us. Because I, I might have thought about San Francisco yesterday. Anyway, for those who missed it last night, Denver beats the Niners 11-10. to 10. Second time, second in time history. in the history, and I was telling my wife at the time. I said, "I remember the first one." You do because the Steelers and Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Scott Hansen uh, calls it uh, score origami. I believe he calls it final <laughs> score origami on uh, on red zone. Denver had nine three and outs last night. Denver had nine three and outs. They had no touchdown passes. They only had 126 yards passing total, and they won. They started drives. This, this is interesting. Last night. They started drives. Denver did at the at their own 29-25-20-6-1-50-25-50-19-1-25-20, and at the end of 42 and a 24. But basically, either horrible field position or outstanding field position. San Francisco, by the way, started drives at their own 10-25-19-25-15-3-11-48-2. 43, Denver 41, 13, 25, 15. Literally no drives in this game started between the 26 and the 40. Like it was all bad or good. Yeah. And they still couldn't, didn't matter. Russell Wilson, 20 of 33 for 184. No touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked four times. Uh, uh, Sutton, eight, Cortland Sutton, eight for 97 through the air. Denver was plus three in turnovers. That's all you need to know. They had none. San Francisco had three. Second half. Denver, three and out, three and out, missed field goal, three and out, three and out. But then the drive that mattered, where Denver converted a third and one, a third and ten, a third and six, culminating in a touchdown to put them up 11-10 with 4-13 left. San Francisco had such a shot to win this still. All they they needed was a field goal, right? They got it at their own 47. They got it all the way to their own 47 before Jimmy G threw a pass. It was deflected by Kareem Jackson, picked by Jonas Griffith. But then a three and out for, for uh, Denver, and San Francisco got the ball back again. But second and 22 from their own three, Garoppolo hits Jeff Wilson, and just as he's approaching the sticks, P.J. Locke pokes the ball out. Kareem Jackson recovers it. Ball game. Also earlier in the game, by the way, the Niners were up 7 to nothing. Remember the second quarter. They were up 7 to nothing. 12 minutes left in the first half. San Francisco declined a holding penalty and instead allowed Brandon McManus to attempt and make a 55-yarder. So remember that moment. That ended up mattering. And also remember that fourth and two at the Denver 33 for San Francisco with 14-14 left, San Francisco settled 
for a 51-yard field goal to make it 10-5. to You can't be both of those things. You can't get praised, oh, good, he settled, made him kick a field goal there, 55-yarder, and then also not be aggressive. Like, you can't, no, those are incongruent things. So Kyle Shanahan deserves a little uh, guff for that. And then there's the Raiders. We talked about them. By the way, the Raiders are 0-3. They've lost all three games by a total of 13 points. Josh McDaniels not having a good time. Derek Carr in defeat, 26-44 for 303. Two touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once. Matt Collins, 8 for 158 and a touchdown. Devontae, only five catches. Waller, only three catches. Derek Carr and the, uh, and the Raiders were 1 of 12 on third down, but 3 of 3 on fourth. They had a fourth, uh, fourth and two down, 7 to nothing. They kicked a field goal to make it 7-3. Subsequent Tennessee drive right after that to go up 14-3. So settling for a field goal kind of bit them there. They had a fourth and one at the Tennessee 29, down 24-10 to 10 in the third quarter. They went for it and converted. Six plays later, they had a Carlson field goal to make it 24-13. to 13. But then, as you remember, at the end, they were down 24-16. to 16. They converted a fourth and 15 on a Hollins 48-yard catch, a fourth and 10 on a Tennessee defensive hold to keep their final drive alive. Then a fourth and goal at the nine, down eight. Keelan Cole had just dropped a third down pass. Carter Hollins two-point conversion fails 24-22. Um, all that to say, Raiders by four. I still think they're more than a field goal favorite over Denver. You know, it's funny. My power ratings come to exactly two. It's a blanket two out there, nothing different than two. But this wouldn't be a numbers play, but I definitely like the Raiders in this spot. I do too. 0 3, coming home. Yeah. Denver, you know, pretty big win on Monday night. You know, lucky win. They're so out of sorts. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, like I said, power rating two. I have no beef with the two, and that's the number that's painted on everywhere. But I really like the Raiders in this spot. What's the number you're putting two. on? Two. Okay, two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh, I do. I, I do I, like, I the, like Raiders. the favorite here. Ooh, I like I, I like Raiders. I do too. I like that as much as Indy. Yeah. All like right. I said, not not a numbers play, but I think this is a good situation for the Raiders. Kelly, next. Next up in the afternoon, Patriots at Packers. Jones, Mac Jones, 22 of 32 for 321 yesterday. No touchdowns, three picks. He was sacked three times. Devontae Parker, remember, he's in a Patriots uniform. Five for 156. But the Patriots, as we mentioned, minus two in turnovers. They had four. The Ravens had two yesterday. And don't forget, Mac Jones limped off the field on his final pick with a very pained expression in his face. His left leg crumpled up from behind. And by the way, Ian Rappaport re, uh, reporting this morning that Mac Jones believed to have suffered a high ankle sprain pending MRI. That's per him and Tom Belicero. That means he'll miss time and potentially head to IR if the MRI confirms that. Wow. Uh, they had a fourth and three at the Baltimore uh, and Baltimore Territory down seven to three. They went for it. They failed. Still managed to be within a point at the half yesterday. They had a fourth and one down 31 to 20. 13-38 left fourth quarter. Jones scrambled and converted. Two plays later, it was 31 to 26. The two-point conversion failed. And we already talked about the end of that game, how many chances the Patriots had, could not capitalize before Baltimore ran away with it. And then Green Bay, they really crushed the Bucs yesterday. Matt LaFleur now 41-11 and 11 as head coach of the Packers. They sealed it on a Tampa Bay failed two-point conversion with 14 seconds left after the Bucs took a delay penalty that pushed him back to the seven. Looked like Fournette could have just walked into before the flag. Rodgers 27-35 of 35 for 255, two touchdowns, one pick, sack once. Uh, and the Packers only had 14 first downs in their 14 to 12 win. The Bucks just don't look good. I'll say Green Bay by a full touchdown, seven points. Way low. Whoa, really? Oh, because Mac Jones now. Yeah. Okay, different story. Okay. That's going to be at least double digits then. It's ten and a half everywhere. Yeah. Now I got the Mac Jones in my power ratings. I got an 11 and a half, and again, I wrote the diminishing returns. Might be a little high. Yeah. But I think I'm I'm going to open 11. It's ten and a half everywhere. I'm going to open 11. 
Brian Hoyer would be your starting yes. quarterback for the Patriots if Mac Jones is unable to go. Sorry to run you into the wall there. Primetime games are next on Guessing Lines, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Kelly, what do you say we do the old pro tip? Because I don't plan on saying anything more intelligent than what Chris said earlier. How about we do that? Let's do it. All right. Your pro tip of the hour, in case you missed it, uh, from the uh, from the mouth of Chrissy Andrews. You did a great job here, Chrissy. And again, no monetary compensation for you. If you're seeing a game settle at two and a half or three and a half, it likely isn't going to the three. Is that what you said? That's not really what you said, is it? That's really not what I said. No, you're, no. you're pulling away from the, yeah. from the key number. You butchered it, man. Okay. So, I mean, if you see a game settles in at two and a half rather than going to three, yeah. probably the dog is the right side, at least in the eyes of the wise guy. Settles in being a settles, key I'm point. not talking about opening number. Yeah. I'm talking about settles in. Yeah. If you see a game settle in at three and a half, probably the favorite is the right side, according to the wise guys, or else they would take it and it would go to three. Yeah. So, that you know, judged by, you know, the movement away from a key number, three being the biggest key, seven would be, but we don't see that many seven and a half, certainly not in the NFL. All right. You know, now, but that, that's what it is. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is your pro tip of the hour. We'll, uh, we'll rewrite that for, uh, for VEASAN.com subscribers there. Do I get uh, paid for editing? That? You do not. Okay. Uh, that was our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20. That's 20 every day. They're still available. They're all available, I should say, for VEASAN Pro subscribers. Only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. Uh, I love so many things about Kelly, but one of them is like, I watched it. <laughs> Immediately owns it. I watched it. Uh, one of the great uh, Kelly. <laughs> added to his greatest hits, along with Shoulders Fine. <laughs> Shoulders Fine. <laughs> On me, Gil. Sunday night, 8.20 Eastern time. Chiefs at Buccaneers. Okay. Chiefs, as we mentioned, lose that game to the Colts. And by the way, we should uh, let, me, let me just read uh, some tweets here real quick. We get tweets at beating the book. Uh, Mark NLBC, Happy New Year, Gil. Happy New Year to you, if it applies as well. Um the one I was getting at here because this triggered it was from this is from uh, Kenneth nine one three Kenneth S one nine three says I'm convinced the refs are out to get me. First was the 2019 Rams Saints PI non call that Stevie Wonder saw division and Super Bowl tickets in hand and yesterday with the abusive language personal personal foul to knock me out of Circus Survivor which we talked about earlier which just destroyed Chiefs uh, Survivor players but Patrick Mahomes in defeat twenty of twenty five for two sixty two one touchdown one pick he was sacked once. Kansas City Chiefs running backs, uh, I should say tailbacks and fullbacks, 18 carries for 31 yards. That's all they had yesterday. Uh, they were up to 12 to 10 they led. They went for two. It withstood replay. It was 14 to 10. They had a fourth and long, um, up 14 to 10 in the third quarter. They went for it and converted, uh, but settled for a field goal, 17 to 10. Chiefs never scored again. And as we mentioned, a fake field goal attempt for Casey up 17 to 13. That resulted in an incomplete pass from holder Tommy Townsend, who double-clutched his pass to Noah Gray with 13-34 left in the fourth quarter, eschewing the 41-yard field goal attempt. And the reason, again, for these, Amendola, Matt Amendola, missed a 34-yard field goal up 17-13 with 8-41 left. He missed an extra point in the first half. And remember, he's replacing an injured Harrison Butker. Parlay asked this question on, on, uh, on the Megapod. He was like, what matters more? Harrison Butker's absence for the Chiefs or Keenan Allen's absence for the Chargers. And I immediately said, it's Harrison Butker for the Chiefs, which I'm sure elicited a lot of moans, a lot of moans. People, we do not talk about field goal kickers enough. Ha not having him on the field colored everything they did yesterday. 
it's a it, it really is a new ball game with kickers. Yes. I tweeted this out this last week. Look at uh, Jan Stenerud's stats. <laughs> First go, guy to make there. the Hall of Fame. Yes, he couldn't make a Division One team. Yes. He couldn't kick for Alabama. That's I mean, right. maybe like I said. I keep picking on James Madison. Maybe he could kick for them. But he could I mean he's in the Hall of Fame. He couldn't kick for a division one thing. These these kickers have gotten so good. Mark Mosley won the National Football League MVP award in nineteen hundred eighty two. Remember it. Because he kicked, are you ready for this? Twenty seven consecutive field goals. Think about that. Like every people do that left and right now. Yeah. Straightaway yeah. kicker, handlebar, one yeah. handlebar on that. Mark Mosley. One of the Redskin greats. Um, okay, so the Chiefs, uh, they do lose that. By the way, they also had a little uh, little dust-up at the end of the first half between uh, Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes, which Tony Romo narrated fabulously. And then there's Tampa Bay. Uh, this is a Sunday night game, Kansas City at Tampa Bay. Good Sunday night game on paper anyway. Or is it? Because Tampa Bay doesn't look good. Brady, 31 of 42 for 271, one touchdown, no picks. Sacked three times. Remember, there was no Mike Evans. Gage, 12, car- uh, 12 catches, rather, for 87 yards and a touchdown. But the Bucks six points and two turnovers on their first 10 drives of this game. How many have they scored this year? 20 or fewer points in all three games this yeah. season is one answer to that question. Three offensive touchdowns in three games. That's it. Three offensive touchdowns in three games. They had a fourth and one at the Green Bay 42 with 12.36 left in the first quarter. Brady to Beasley for four. They converted. Five plays later, they settled for a field goal. But those were the only points they scored in the first half. They had drives resulting in two punts and a fumble the rest of the half, plus a kneel down. Anyway, Kansas City's going to be a favorite. They're going to be more than a field goal favorite on the road. I feel like I've given, like, a lot of more than field goal road favorites. Kansas City minus four, I'll say. It's a solid three. This game opened last night two, two and a half. Not open, but, like, I, I take, the, like, the nine o'clock numbers. It was two, two and a half, and it's moved up ever since. I got to say, my power ratings come to Kansas City one, but I don't like my number better. No. I like the move better. Well, I think you might be a little high. Maybe. Uh but I'm, I'm going to open three. This team, Tampa, has a lot of problems. Uh, I, w- I want to look a little more closely into that team, and I think I'm going to probably have to adjust my power rating. As I just mentioned, how many points have they scored this year? Not that many. You know, and uh, there's rumors about Brady and his wife, uh, you know, all sorts of things. And I, I think I mentioned, I think I might have mentioned on your show, I might not have, I can't remember. Uh, but I remember 1976, Terry Bradshaw was going through a divorce with oh, JoJo Starbuck. Jojo Starbuck. You, you did mention and, it. And yeah. we, at the end of the year, it finally came out because he had a terrible year. They were coming off two straight Super Bowl wins. And, you know, they, I think they went out the first week of the playoffs or whatever. No. But I think, you know, that, that can – and your quarterback is your key guy. I don't care who else you have on your team. The quarterback sets the mood for the team, and especially if you're Tom Brady. Um, so I, there's something wrong here with this team. So my power ratings come to one, but I definitely – I don't know if I like your number better up to four, but I definitely like the three better, and that's what I'm going to open. And then Monday night, Kelly. Monday night Rams at 49ers. Two and one Rams, one and two Niners. Rams yesterday, as we mentioned, they tried everything to give that game to the Cardinals. Cardinals just refused to take it. Stafford, 18 of 25 for 249. No touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once. Cooper Cup, only four catches for 44 yards. Had a drop. In this game, too, he did have one carry for 20 yards, his first rushing touchdown of his career. Um, But I I called this before the season. I said the Rams would just lollygag for half the season before they, like, decided to start playing. So far, that's kind of it with them. And then there's San Francisco last night. We mentioned losing somehow to Denver, 11 to 10. Garoppolo, Jimmy G, 18 for 29 for 211. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked four times. 
Uh, we should also mention, also with 956 uh, left in the third quarter and San Francisco up 7-3, to Garoppolo and the Niners may never have been happier for a safety. Uh, as he does the Dan Orlovsky thing. How great was Orlovsky's tweet? Orlovsky was great last night. He was hilarious. Uh, Jimmy G just stepped out of the back of the end zone while tossing a pass that Bradley Chubb then picked off at the three uh, for what looked to be a pick six, but that would have erased the seven to three deficit, but instead it's a safety. Um, So it was the Niners up seven to five. Also, by the way, second and 10 at the Denver six for the Broncos late in the third quarter. Remember Melvin Gordon fumbled and Russell Wilson recovered. So there was a lot of fumble luck there for the Broncos as well. Uh, Wilson Jr. for the Niners, 12 carries, 75 yards, three catches for 31. But remember that fumble lost to seal the game. Niners were only one of 10 on third down. They were minus three in turnovers. They had three. The Broncos had none. Fourth and one at the Denver 33, up seven to five, 14-10 left. Remember, they settled for that 51-yard field goal to make it 10 to five. So, again, it's a little inconsistent with Kyle Shanahan. The first half, they're like, here, go ahead, take the field goal. And And he's, you know... And then later when he took the field goal, Chris Collinsworth is praising him for, like, the value of every little point in this game. Well, then you should have put them out of field goal range in the first half. Can't be both. I'll say Chargers, excuse me, Chargers, Rams by three on the road. How many of these minus threes have I put out here? (laughs) Quite a few, but that one's way off. Time to make a bet, Gil. Uh, It comes to the Niners two and a half. My numbers come to pick. Niners two and a half. Niners by two and a half. half. What was the pro tip? Oh. If this game settles in at two and a half, I think the Rams are the right side because my numbers come to pick or one Niners. This game settles in at two and a half Niners. Rams are the right side. Mark that down. Niners by two and a half. Huh. Yeah. Well, if the Rams are lollygagging, your number's going to be whatever. The real number's going to be way better than that. That's the pro tip, though. Yeah. I trust the pro tip. Trust the pro, the trust the pro tip. Write that one down too. All right, we've done all we can. See do. if I can copyright that one. I, I think I like the uh, the Raiders and the Colts, and obviously I gotta like the Rams now. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 